The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor. The doctor is in the house. The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to one. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call into the show today and talk with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum. Welcome to the Functional Health Forum on KPRAISE, 1210 AM, KPRZ. My name is Rick Hill, and along with Dr. Jurgen Winkler, I'll be your host for the next 60 minutes as we talk about all things relating to improving health naturally, organically, using the best of science and nutrition. Who among us doesn't want to stay as young as we can, as long as we can? When I was getting ready for the show today, I was in the bathroom shaving my ears, and I thought, you know, (laughs) I'm not looking the way I used to look. And it's kind of the thing where you look in the mirror and suddenly go, Dad? (laughs) Well, I'm 65 years old. I'm much older than the guests that we have today in the studio. Uh, But I can tell you, I want to feel good until until I'm not here anymore. I want to have energy. I want to look as good as I can. I know I'm not 30 years old anymore, but I don't want to look 90 when I'm 65. So today, if you'd like to get some good ideas on how to feel as good as you can, as long as you can, you have dialed in to the right show. Let me tell you how to talk with Dr. Jurgen and our guest, Justin Sabori, today is you call 1-866-577-2473. That's 866-577-2473. Our guest in studio is, of course, Dr. Winkler from Carlsbad, California. He's here each and every week. And a friend of his, pharmacist Justin Saburi. Uh, He represents a North Coast Medical Pharmacy, which is in Encinitas, California, just south of Carlsbad. Uh, It's on El Camino Real. It's that big red brick building that you're used to looking at. And it's next to Michael's Craft Shop. And every woman on the planet knows where it's almost like just let the steering wheel go in the car and it'll (laughs) pull into Michael's parking lot. Our show today is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center. They don't make you sick to get you well. And by the Life Credit Company which turns your life insurance into cash for treatment. I'd like you to be able to find Dr. Winkler on the web. It's at qfmed.com. That's K-F as in Frank, M as in Mary, ed.com. For more information, you can watch videos. You can listen to previous. It's a Q. QF Med. What did I say? K. Q. Q as in Queen. And, and it's Q on my page. Quantum what was I reading? Medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for interrupting me and getting that straight. QF Med, which stands for? 
quantum functional medicine. Quantum. Quantum. And sometime during the show, we're going to get you to define that because not everyone's familiar with that term. QFMed.com. And so check out QFMed.com in the social media of Facebook, Twitter, Yelp, and LinkedIn. You can find them all of that. Well, let me go back and welcome Justin Saburi. Uh, you're from the North Coast Medical Pharmacy, which is what kind of pharmacy? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me here today. Um, it's a community pharmacy that uh, supports uh, the North County area, and it's just a uh, retail pharmacy inside a North Coast uh, health center. Okay. And is there a hallmark to this pharmacy? In other words, do you th- do things slightly differently than, uh, uh, you know, other, ph- Walgreen, for example? Correct. We individualize the therapies for patients through compounding. We really have a hands-on approach and we care about our patients and we take care of them okay. much more on an individual basis. I found out uh, at some time ago, I had some, I think, minor surgery, uh, a boy-type surgery. And I had some testing after the surgery, and they said that I had the uh, testosterone level of a 95-year-old man, which can produce a lot of problems, not just, you know, but bones that get brittle and skin that prematurely looks bad and all that kind of thing. So uh, the doctor wrote me a prescription for androgel, and I took it to the pharmacy, and they wanted 400 and $80 or something for it. And I went, I'll be back to you. <laughs> and I found out about a compounding pharmacy. And the good news is I saved almost 350 bucks by going to a compounding pharmacy. And I started doing a little research on what you guys do. And I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I learned new things. And when I went into the pharmacy, there were new products that were in that pharmacy that are not in regular pharmacies. So if you're looking to learn a little bit more about health and nutrition and alternatives, I would suggest that you hop in the car and go down to the North Coast Medical Pharmacy and ask for Justin. <laughs> Say, I heard him on the radio mm-hmm. and I want to talk to him. Also in studio today, of course, is our resident medical doctor, Dr. Jurgen Winkler from Carlsbad, California. So real quickly again, what is functional medicine? Why in the world do you do this? Well, think about two things. Think about patient empowerment, patients taking responsibility for their healthcare. And two, think about cause. What's the cause of chronic disease? You know, if you have an acute problem, we've got the best doctors in the country, the best facilities in the world to take care of you, car accidents. But, but right now, people are getting older more chronic diseases are being are just being more manifest. So functional medicine deals with how to correct those imbalances in the body and gives the patient the power to do it. Right. right? Yeah. Can't do it without a patient going, I want to do it, doc. What do I need to do? Tell me why you use from time to time a compounding pharmacy in your practice. Well, one of the things is this hormone function is really crucial to the body. So when we talk about hormones, we're talking about thyroid the gland in the neck, it's sort of a master regulator, keeps the metabolism going, it's great for for mood, it's great for energy, it keeps all organ functions going, brain function, liver function, gut function, uh, bones from becoming osteoporotic, okay, or, or thinning out. We think of the adrenal glands, these are the glands that deal with stress, and in our society, we're under a lot of stress, 
and the cortisol, the amount of cortisol you produce, the mineral hormones to regulate your salt balance in the body. And then also want to think about your sex hormones. So as we age, they diminish. It's obvious in women when they get to be perimenopausal, you know, they get those hot flashes, the night sweats, mood swings. That's a rough time, that transition to being then postmenopausal, where that has finished. So then there's issues with their hair, their skin, their brain function. There's increased inflammation in the body. You actually will see a lot of, and, and mood, thinking, processing. I mean, just a lot of day-to-day things become a lot harder. So reason we, we use a compounding pharmacist is to really get specialized, more custom-made formulas for each individual. Right? So it's and not think, just about saving money. Well, it is cheaper, and it's non-pharmaceutical based, and that was one of the questions we had for for um, for Justin was to ask him really what are bioidentical hormones? What does that actually mean? Because that's what we refer to when we talk about hormone therapy is bioidentical. So why is it that some women? Um, I had an aunt who, when she entered menopause, was hospitalized. I mean, psychiatric ward. Uh, horrible things happened to her. This was some years ago, so they didn't quite, they weren't as nice as they are today. Uh, but, um, and then you talk to other women and, and you, you know, how did, how, how did you do during menopause? I didn't even know I was going through it. I didn't have night sweats. I didn't chop my husband's head off, nothing. What causes that kind of variance? Quite frankly, every, every patient is different, hence the individualization of treatment. Some people just have um, more of a decline and their hormones, and thus that's where we come in, uh, giving a specialized treatment, higher or lower amount. It's it's just like how some people are bald at an early age, and some people have full set of hair. It's just everybody's genetically gen- genetic makeup is different. Everybody goes through it differently. But that's so. But you give know, me a but, typical. But think about this one second. But think about this. What happens is when we, as we all age, okay, testosterone supports uh, serotonin in the brain. And estrogen in women supports serotonin in the brain. So estrogens are vital for that serotonin, that mood-elevating chemical in the brain. And as that begins to wane, so does the amount of serotonin in the brain. So you're going to have... So women can potentially become more depressed, okay? Um, more, more anxious, right? Some of the things that will happen with that. The adrenal glands... If the adrenal glands are strong and healthy and not stressed, they will pick up on some of that when, this, when the ovaries are not functioning. But in our society, we don't always see that. So you're going to see if, if women are not very stressed, they've had a really pretty easy life, they're going to transition fairly well. It's the people that are stressed. We've got seven kids. They're going in different directions. They've been running. They work in a job. They're coming home. They don't really get the rest that they need. They're, they're super busy. They're going to have more of a hard time. And I see Justin shaking his head over there going, yeah, mm-hmm. and right. he sees it too. Definitely. So, Justin Sabori, give me a typical interaction between you and Dr. Winkler. What are some of the questions you might have for him on an individualized prescription so that you would know better how to give him something custom? Would you ask him questions or how is this done? Typically, yeah, one-on-one if he calls in or an agent of his staff calls in. We just get, gauge the situation, ask specific specific questions regarding the patient, but truthfully, they 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 give us a formula and we we adjust it if it's correct or not. We'll have a little discussion if it's too high, too low. It's individualized each each case. So but let's take uh, let's take a postmenopausal woman. She's been doing. She's gone through the menopause time. She still doesn't feel a hundred percent. We're going to call in a combination of things. Correct. We're going to call right. in a biased 
So bias would mean two forms of estrin, bi meaning two, and we usually call in an estradiol with a um, estriol, correct? E, correct? E2, E3, right? Correct. So what's the ratio you typically would use on that? Typically it's 80% uh, estriol and 20% estradiol, with estradiol being the more potent um, estrogen form, because we don't want to expose them to a higher amount of uh, estrogen. Typically, studies have shown that this is the the percentage that does well for everybody. However, Dr. Winkler might call in and say, for this patient, I would like a 70-30 ratio or a 50-50. So it really just depends on what the doctor orders, or sometimes we can say our opinion on that, but that's okay. how it is. But typically, it's 80-20. And one of the things you really want to make clear, too, is it, it can come in a number of different forms. So you offer... So we could do creams. That's the most common one. We can do trochies, uh, sublingual. Um, there's better absorption through the blood vessels underneath the tongue. We can do vaginal uh, suppositories. It really depends on what the symptoms are. If there's, for example, vaginal dryness, then we could do more creams. Uh, what about the beads? What are, what are the beads? The injectable beads, yeah. those are actually Not more good. birth control. No, they're chemical synthetic-based oh, okay. pharmaceutical Oops. types things. We're, we're in a different yeah. topic over here. Correct. Right. <laughs> so, but good question. I mean, someone's going to ask, what are those types of things? And I know so a couple of people that do them. Yeah, so we like to stick with more of a bioidentical process because that's more um, mimicking nature. Nature. And the estriol component of it is a weaker estrogen. Estradiol is really what makes a woman turn into a woman when she's 13 or 14 and she gets those, you know, turning again the transition from from being a girl into a woman so we don't want to we want to keep some of that there but you don't want to keep the high dosages of that there and what's really crucial too is adding in progesterone so we will sometimes do a combination correct correct and the reason you really want to add progesterone is you don't want to have any unopposed estrogen might cause endometrial uh, problems or cancer down the line unless they have a hysterectomy in which the uterus is removed uh, but that's not the typical case. Most women have their uh, uterus intact, and therefore we give the progesterone as a protective uh, uh, hormone to protect the estrogen. Let's talk about money, because that always comes up in a doctor-patient relationship. Mm -hmm. um, in, in your case, I'm assuming that you would take most insurances. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so if I had Kaiser, I could walk into your pharmacy... Kaiser is a is a different situation just because you mentioned oh, because this they're one. an HMO. They're an HMO, and actually Kaiser is very specific. You have to go see a Kaiser doctor, and then okay. also fill it at a Kaiser pharmacy. So I don't want to touch on that one. But typically, other <laughs> wouldn't you know? I'd pick that the one you picked, <laughs> correct? But generally Blue speaking, cross, Blue, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, that is whoever. Correct. Yeah. Uh, just so people know, this isn't outside the realm of of what they can access. Of course. But it must be said that, truthfully, I would say 50% of the time insurance covers compounds, 50% of the time it doesn't. It's just the way, nature of the beast. But it's still something you're doing healthier for your body. Correct. That would make more sense in the long run versus using some synthetic, correct? Correct. And it definitely justifies that, as right. Dr. Winkler just mentioned, very much so. Well, if you're a patient and you've been diagnosed with a chronic disease, and Dr. Winkler is your doctor in Carlsbad, and you uh, and and so some of the things that he would recommend might not be covered by your insurance. What in the world do you do? I know what that feels like. In 1974, I was diagnosed with stage three high-grade embryonal cell carcinoma, which means I had cancer of the lymphatics. And I wound up at the Mayo Clinic, 12 hours, 10 hours of surgery. Uh, they were basically telling me to go home and 
and enjoy my time off. <laughs> and it was lights out and quiet. Uh, but I went to a organic natural clinic and got my health back that way. But I had to pay for it because, uh, you know, my insurance, even though I had good insurance, worked at the Mayo Clinic, would not work at the place that I went. So uh, what in the world do you do? We're very fortunate that we have life credit life company that if you have life insurance, they will loan you money on your uh, insurance policy, the death benefit, even term insurance, some of them, they can do that. And they will make the premium payments once you've exercised this option. That is really good. And the reason they do that is they don't want the policy to go lapse because they're now in, in business with you. But you retain ownership of that insurance and any insurance money that isn't used up during your time of illness, of course, uh, you would be able to collect your family later would, your beneficiary. So we're going to pause for a moment and we're going to hear from the folks at Credit Life Company. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Listening to the Functional Health Forum with hosts Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. We're back and we're talking with Dr. Jurgen Winkler from Carlsbad, California. You can, of course, log on to the internet and find them at QFMed. That's Q like question. <laughs> F like Frank, and then med, M-E-D.com, and learn all about their practice. Every time I introduce Dr. Winkler to another doctor, especially that knows anything about chemistry and alternative medicine, they always say something like this to me, boy, that's one bright guy. <laughs> you know, so uh, you're not going to fool him. You're not going to ask him 10 questions he doesn't know. Well, what's the old saying? Any fool can answer, ask a question that 10 wise men can't answer. <laughs> Those are the gotcha questions we exactly. see on the presidential Keep, debates. That's what keeps you humble. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and we also have in studio, fortunately for us, uh, pharmacist Justin Saburi, who is from the North Coast Medical Pharmacy in Encinitas in that big red brick building next to Michael's. So you walk in there and learn a lot about a more natural way of doing things and ask for pharmacist Justin Tell them you heard him on our radio show, and uh, we'll be you'll be glad you did. So we were discussing, we want to focus a little more about bioidentical hormones because we promoted that on the net this last week. If you'd like to ask either Dr. Winkler or Justin a question, would you please dial us at 866-577-2473. You don't have to give your real name if you don't want to. But if you've been diagnosed and you'd like a second opinion, here's the deal. We don't charge a copay here. You can get a medical doctor's opinion 
uh, for absolutely nothing. And by the way, Justin, aren't there lots of patients that come to you with medical questions? I do ask a pharmacist when I get a prescription, I will go to the pharmacist and say, here's what I got a prescription for. What else is a good idea? Anything uh, that's off the shelf or, or what? Do you get that? Do you get patients? All the time, all the time. That's one of the great resources of a pharmacist. They, they're there to a- answer a lot of the questions. Maybe sometimes we suggest a couple of things. Of course, we would call Dr. Uh, Winkler to get the approval, but we do suggest different approaches to the, the problem of whatever the situation is, whether it's uh, hormones or anything. Okay. So there's some natural hormones, let's say um, for women with uh, menopause or, or perimenopausal symptoms, are there any particular natural herbal type things that you have? So we have uh, over the counter, for example, the, um, the black cohosh, uh, progesterone based, uh, as you mentioned uh, before to me, great for sleeping and uh, sleep function, aids in that, the yams. We also have um, estrovin and other types of over-the-counters that are uh, estrogen-based for those that do not want require a prescription. So some of those progesterones you're saying are, are over, available over-the-counter? Correct. To what strength? It's like the equivalent would be yeah. Yeah, the equivalent would be somewhere close to a 100 to 200 milligram progesterone, but I don't correct. Okay, so that so women could still even get some benefit without a prescription of using some herbal support along with some natural progesterone. Correct. Okay, so that's make that's interesting. So that makes it a little bit easier too. Sometimes they're not sure what they really want to do. Should I try something like this? Then maybe go to the doctor and get a prescription, exactly. and you would help them through some of those types of things. Exactly. Good. Good. Um, with the uh, estrogens that you're giving the bias to progesterone, do you ever add in testosterone? Let's, let's take a female, for example. We add testosterone, or the doctor adds testosterone to maybe increase the libido. Because women have testosterone as well. They just have a lower amount in their body compared to men. But aren't they afraid of, I mean, you get this impression they're going to get facial hair, <laughs> an Adam's apple, and slap you upside the head <laughs> after taking it for two weeks. I mean, in my experience, uh, the majority of women, they're not afraid, but that has been a concern for some. But truthfully, we give such a low amount that's just the right amount to increase the libido with, with really no secondary effects. You know, we're kind of cautious with it a little bit too. We don't really have to measure so much the estrogens in the body and the progesterone, but we do measure the testosterone. So within a month, I'll measure testosterone level. Some women have the, do not have the ability to metabolize out the testosterone real well. So that's the case you have to really go back and maybe just once or twice a week they're using testosterone and the, on the other times they're using non-testosterone-based creams. Because you want to keep their level, and just a, a normal blood level for women is 50 to 100, and for men it's going to be more like 600 to 1,000. So there's a big difference. And on the bottle of a male uh, testosterone cream, let's say, it'll say make sure you don't touch a woman after you've put this on your arm, et cetera. Well, the first time I did an application, you think I was scrubbing for surgery. <laughs> you know, I put it on my arm and then I go in the bathroom like this. Listeners can't see me, but my hands are up like a surgeon. And I scrubbed with the anti you know, all the way up my arm because I thought if I accidentally bumped into Sue in the kitchen, she'd turn around and go, hey, quit it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little overstated, would you say? Yeah, I would say that, but there's ways around that as well. 
that could be your um, application in the morning or at night. Night would be good in terms of not rubbing, rubbing it off on other people or material. However, testosterone generally is best given in the morning. That's where they, the male has the highest testosterone level naturally. I think what you should do is you take your, your neutered dog and then when you rub that <laughs> testosterone, go pet your dog for yeah. about half an hour <laughs> and see there what happens. <laughs> Maybe he'll get out and chase the ball a little better than usual. <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> I, I should, yeah. True beats laying around sleeping all day. <laughs> so, but men, do they get estrogen in their bottle? Well, that's a big issue. So um, as men age, their testosterone converts more to um, estrogen. So uh, also eating a high carbohydrate diet, so high sugar intake and, and alcohol and carbs will actually convert more testosterone to estrogen. And what does that mean? Well, to a guy, that means you're gonna gain weight, you're gonna water retention, you're gonna get uh, jowls, man boobs. I mean, this is what <laughs> this happens. You begin to see a difference. Alcohol produces man boobs? Well, it, it's gonna convert your testosterone to estrogen. That's it, I'm off, <laughs> You're off. I'm on the wagon. <laughs> no more, stop that triple martini lunch, you might just be better, might help you out a little bit. Right. All right, so um, we used a lot of estrogen blockers, and what I found over over the years, we've used some natural ones. We've used Myomin, we've used Chrysin, we've used uh, there's some other aromatase inhibitor products that we've used. And I tell you, you wind up taking like you know two to four of these pills or capsules a day, and it, they don't always work as well. And so for men, it's really easy. We have this one little pill called Lorimidex or Anastrozole. It's it is a pharmaceutical, but I tell you, it has a very targeted medicine. It works so much better. You take two a week. And they're tiny little pills, so I do is that a just lot. Sh- yeah, just shaking. Yeah, he said it's yeah. just it's just so common. Like Dr. Winkler mentions, I see it all the time. Every day we feel it. Correct. Right. So for for men, if they're looking at their lab work, and I know a lot of people will go online, they go to Life Extension, they go to other places where they order their own lab work, and they go, "Wow, oh, my testosterone looks good." And I go, "Well, we got to remember, testosterone metabolizes, like we just said, it changes to estrogen. So we have men measure two forms of estrogen. We measure estradiol and estrone." And I add those together and see what the to- and then I'll see what the total is. And then we measure dihydrotestosterone, right? That's actually what makes the guy more aggressive, more masculine, is the dihydrotestosterone. So you want to keep the ratio of dihydrotestosterone Writing much higher. Down. Yeah, much higher than estrogen. I mean, I go over this with people, but then they come in and I go, hey, doc, this looks good, doesn't it? And I go, well, what happened to the metabolites? What happened to what your body's doing with this? And you need to know, it's particularly as we age, we're going to make more estrogen, and you want to keep your estrogen levels lower and your DHT levels higher. What is free testosterone? Well, that t- free testosterone is where you're actually, once the testosterone's made or it's in the system, it's bound to a protein. And that's called the bound up testosterone, the total testosterone. The free testosterone is what actually gets pulled off of that protein and gets used by the tissue. So we so you measure can have a high and a low in that, or you can. So you can actually have low. You can have low testosterone, but you can have high free testosterone in the normal range because your sex hormone binding globulin, which is another thing we measure, if your sex hormone binding globulin is low, you're you're releasing more of that testosterone to the tissue to be used. If it's high, usually inflammation will make it higher. Um, things that promote estrogen will make it higher. So again, the carbs, the sugars, the alcohols will make that higher. Right. That actually will tie up the testosterone so you won't get the, the full benefit of it. If both numbers are low, do you contact <laughs> Forest Lawn or, I mean, what do you, <laughs> what's the solution? <laughs> See a doctor, a functional doctor knows what he's doing and get a good pharmacist that knows how to make this stuff. Yeah, so. it's, a, it, it's amazing 
that uh, that it that our bodies are so complex. We have a caller, but we're going to take a short break and come right back. Please call her. Wait on the line. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. Be thankful this season and get to Team Kia of El Cajon because we want to get you out of your trade. You'll save $6,000 off the purchase of select new 2015 Kias in stock. Plus, we want to approve your credit today. Brand new 2015 Kia Optima lease, just $89 a month or $6,000 off any select new Kia in stock with any trade. Dude, let's take another road trip to Team Kia of El Cajon. Call 866-680-7649 for all the details. Unwind and treat yourself to three 60-minute float sessions at Float Spa San Diego for just $65. This is a $225 value that's over 60% off. Go to CrazyPriceMall.com for this great deal. A healthy body starts with a healthy mind. It's the Crazy Price Mall Treat Yourself Special. We only have limited certificates available. This deal will be going fast at CrazyPriceMall.com. Shop easy, smart, and local. It's CrazyPriceMall.com. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. Welcome back. My name's Rick Hill and we have Jamie on line one. Jamie, welcome to the show. I was calling to find out Someone had said that the hormones can help with migraines, and I was just wondering if that's true. There's probably a number of different things you can do for um, the migraines. Uh, you know, magnesium is really helpful, B6 is helpful, and um, using sometimes progesterone could be helpful. And now, if you also have a tendency to get your migraines premenstrually, then you may want to look into... Um, an additional support, uh, natural progesterone to help support you through that process so you don't go into such a, um, a drop in your hormones that would precipitate a migraine. If, if Justin, if Jamie came to you at your pharmacy and said, I'm getting migraines, what should I do? What, what would your advice be, especially if you knew she was a patient of Dr. Winkler's? <laughs> well, we got to look at the case, the whole case. Uh, Dr. Winkler mentioned if she's menopausal, whatnot, then we look at the hormones, and then obviously we would go into making, for example, bias cream uh, or whatever Dr. Winkler's uh, office suggests. But that's how we would address it, with, with hormones essentially. Okay. Natural. Jamie, can you describe your, your migraines? Are they typical or are they atypical? Have you had them all your life? What's going on? They're increasing as I get older. Mind if I ask they, what, they, what ballpark age you're in? <laughs> almost 50. Okay. So that, that, gives, oh. that gives us some help here. And you've had these for how long? A long time? A long time, but very seldom. And then as my periods start to change, and I think with my age, they're starting to get worse. Well, I, I can tell you a lot of people, I, I get migraines at, at sometimes, and a lot of people just that have never had one want you to just take two aspirin and walk out the front door and keep going. And just daylight will make you throw up. 
uh-huh. I used to run a headache clinic, and I, people didn't know what a migraine was. And I said, is this one of those I want to crawl in a dark hole and die headache? And that was your way of saying, oh, that's a migraine. So it's those throbbing yeah, type headaches, usually on one side. You're sensitive to the light. You're sensitive to sound. It is one of those crawling in a dark hole and want to die kind of headache. So um, actually, we do some intravenous things. You know, the IV uh, Myers cocktails are really helpful to um, to prevent on a routine and, basis. And, and that's also treat acutely. And that's not yeah, straight up or with ice. She might not. Know <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what is a Myers? We like to do a shaker, yeah. about twenty shakes, and then let's shake and a nice mart- and a nice martini. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, so you're actually thinking of, of really uh, regulating your hormone cycles with some level of progesterone, and you can measure progesterone. I would measure it on day 21 of your cycle. That's pretty much the time where it should peak, and if it's low, you may want to put take some additional uh, supportive progesterone. If you're getting to the point where your uh, hormones are fluctuating quite a bit, your periods are longer and irregular, there are some homeopathics that are helpful that support estrogen and to balance, at least your body to balance out the estrogen in the body. Even some of the uh, herbs that uh, Justin mentioned earlier would be helpful, such as the Donquo, Black Cohosh, uh, those would be supportive as well. Okay. Jamie, have you ever had a an ocular migraine? No. Is that term familiar to you? People don't know you can do that, but I was sitting in an office one day and I looked up and I was having a, a migraine. I looked up at a white wall and I am telling you this giant, and I'm not totally crazy, this giant shimmering crescent shape that was multicolored and shimmering and vibrating appeared on the wall. And I thought, that's it. I'm calling the cops. Take me away. I am losing my mind. And I, I told some people about it, and they reacted the same way. You know, okay, Rick, great. Good to see you again. <laughs> and, and I looked it up on the Internet, and it is, a, yes, there was a photograph, a drawing of what I had seen on the wall. And, it, and they're migrant Justin. Well, I haven't had that, but I've had all the auras and things and just wanted to just die. <laughs> <laughs> to, add to, to add to this, just like Dr. Winkler mentioned, um, there's photophobia, and um, which means um, they get affected by sound and or light. But as far as the ocular, I haven't personally come across that. So it's, it's oh. a little rare for me in my experience, <laughs> truthfully. Maybe Dr. Winkler. There are add. visual effects you do see. People, I'll ask people that if they'll see something or something out of the corner of their eye that's flickering or causing something different. Or Yes, there will be a, some effect that will actually pre, be um, what do you call antecedent or before the onset of the pain in the migraine. Yes. And that's actually when you take migraine medication, that's the time to take it. When right. you get that little visual change and you go, oh, here comes the migraine there. That's time to go. So it's a precursor. Yes. Oh, okay. Jamie, has Dr. Winkler and Justin addressed your question or is there something more? They have. I thank you very much. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for calling, Jamie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you'd like to talk with Dr. Winkler or Justin, uh, it doesn't have to be related to hormones. If you have a cancer diagnosis, they... Uh, of course, hear many, many stories about that. Dr. Winkler is somewhat of a uh, of an expert in that field. And so you could call 866-577-2473. By the way, you don't have to use your real name, and you don't have to agree with us all the time. <laughs> if, if you think this is not good advice, go ahead and give us a call, because I feel pretty confident these two guys are uh, well-versed and confident in their own opinions. Um, blocking 
estrogen in men. Is that important? It is very important too. One of the things that actually aggravates prostate growth and making the prostate larger and leading towards prostate cancer is actually estrogens. So it's really crucial to block that estrogen formation. How do you do that? And that's where we use the medication. I, th- I think it's the simplest one to use. It's two small pills a week, if you can remember to take oh, them. Oh, th- that's the one you were talking about. They're really about. inexpensive. You're gonna, you save yourself a lot of hassle. If you're taking supplements, why take four a day of something else like Chrysin or Myamin or something where you just take two a week? I find it a lot easier. And then you measure your lab work. So men have to measure, if they're on male hormone replacement, I would measure their lab work between every three to six months just to make sure that that's remains balanced and that they also, men on testosterone treatment have to measure their um, hemoglobin, their blood count, because the blood count can go up. And so it's almost helpful to donate, you know, a pint of blood every month if you're on hormone replacement, as long as you're, you know, healthy enough and safe enough to do that. And just to reiterate what Dr. Winkler said, this drug, Arimidex or Anastrozole, comes one milligram and you only take it twice a week. So generally the pill burden is much less. And I just want to mention that it is dirt cheap. It is very, very inexpensive. Everywhere or just your pharmacy? Truthfully, everywhere. It's just a, it's a generic now. As people know, generics generally are much cheaper than the brand. And it is very, very common in our pharmacy. And very, very inexpensive. Okay, if, I got to ask this. Mm-hmm. And you guys can jump on it or tell me to be quiet. But you see on the internet all the time, Facebook ad, just, you know, surfing the net where this guy says, I took these tablets for 30 days and I'm now two inches taller. Every woman I look at wants me. <laughs> <laughs> and I my free testosterone has knocked it out of the park. And uh, do, 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 do. what is that about? I mean, I would be afraid to screw around with my hormones. That's why you check them. So whatever changes you make, there are some really good herbal formulations. We use uh, two from, uh, one from Zymogen, one from Metagenics, and there's a f- there's several other companies. There are some good herbs you can use, and those will actually boost the male hormone production. And, but you also have to measure the estrogen, no matter, uh, particularly men 40 on upward. You're gonna have to measure these labs periodically, see what kind of response you're getting to them. Because anytime you do something, you wanna have a particular biomarker, all right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna say, look, I wanna change- level, right? Yeah, I wanna change, yeah, I wanna change my thyroid. I wanna change my adrenal status. Well, what's my status right now? Can I do some salivary cortisol levels? Gives me an idea what my adrenals are doing. Okay, so I wanna take some additional um, rhodiola or some other herbal to, to support my adrenal function. Well, let's repeat the test again in a few months and see whether we've made some progress. What, what about, when I hear about thyroid tests and stuff, it, how do I know if my thyroid is malfunctioning and my adrenal glands, is it that I'm nervous all the time or I want to slap somebody upside the head or when the... Well, you're, you're always an exception, so I don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm wound tight. <laughs> you're huh? wound tight. I know. So um, with thyroid, you know, one of the things you want to do is, is really body temperature. So I actually have people measure their basal body temperature five times. You mean with an oral right. thermometer? With Yeah, thermometer. You can do it orally, do it under the armpit. Uh, you, you know, the best ones are those old mercury-style thermometers. But now I've actually found I've got another one in the office. I think it's an alcohol-based thermometer 
that works really well. So that it goes under the armpit. Right. Do you sell do, those? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have yes, those we sell them all the time. And I, I believe generally the trend is now they're going away from the mercury due to the... If oh, it, if you drop it, it correct, goes right. on the floor. Oh, yeah. Right. Babies yeah. crawling on oh, the yeah. floor. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I haven't time. seen that in about five years, but oh. the alcohol ones are there. They're, and they work pretty well. Excellent. I just started correct. using them. I find they work pretty well, right. too. Okay. So then you're checking for temperatures. Your body temperature should be 97.6 under the arm. So if you're under that, you might have some thyroid-related issues. And I can tell you, I always tell people this. I says, what organ system gets better as we age? And the answer is just none. Everything everything deteriorates <laughs> with age. So, yeah. so you want to support that. So, even so if people, people get nicer with older age, I think don't they? Except the cranky ones. You know those guys with no testosterone. They lay around <laughs> get cranky. Does <laughs> it have a radio show? You mean? The wives come in and say, yeah. "Hey, could you treat my husband?" I say, "Well, can you get him off the couch so he can come in?" <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we have um, so measuring your morning temperatures five days in a row. Ninety-seven point six is the ideal. Uh, level i actually have people take a lot of iodine we have you done topical just have you done topical iodine before or recommended iodine uh in terms of an oral supplement we have not but we filled a couple where the doctor just wanted five percent iodine okay so like a lugol solution or correct you can then just do like a couple of drops couple of drops every day it doesn't taste great you mix it in juice Juice. but but it does get your iodine levels it does and and i would say really from 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 really across the country if you were to say if you were to randomly check people's iodine levels i would say probably three quarters or more are probably low Right. Unless you're really aware of the fact right. getting iodized salt's not adequate. So it's, <laughs> right. it's simply not. Right. So, cool. and it is a crucial, and here's the thing, we are exposed to chlorine, chlorinated water, we're exposed to bromine, and we're exposed mm-hmm. to fluorine. Those are all in the same, they're all in the same category uh, chemically and identical to iodine. So we're exposed to those things. So there's competition going on in the body for, for where the iodine's needed, which is in the thyroid to make thyroid hormone so we actually have people take it and we, one of the ways you can simply do it is just over the counter iodine the brown one that you can you can rub it on your skin let it dry if it absorbs in 24 hours or less then you know that you need more iodine so that's where you take the lugols you would take some additional iodine or you just continue to rub it on larger areas of your skin and for women actually uh, if they have fibrocystic breast problems or breast tenderness rubbing iodine on the breast actually is a little trick you can use to get your estrogen to turn your your um, one of your estrones to turn into estriol. Interesting. So it's, a, a, it's actually a protective thing to do. How does iodine come? Is it a tincture? Is it a bottle? A... Exactly like you mentioned, tincture and a, and a bottle, predominantly liquid form. And you're saying just put it on your hand and... you can. It actually has a little stick applicator, so just rub it on oh, and yeah. spread it out. This I never hoit. Do you don't want to go, do you don't want to do too much because then the skin gets a little irritated? But if you're putting it on in the evening and you can actually, let's put it on before you go to bedtime for women and then in the morning it's probably most likely gone. And what supplement or uh, food, what food groups are rich in iodine? Oh, uh, kelp, seaweed. Uh, you aware of Justin? Shrimp. Oh, okay, shrimp. that's a good one. I had Correct. some yesterday. Correct, shrimp yeah. is good. <laughs> seafood is always good. Se- seafood, always, right, always so you're, good. you're looking for sources of good iodine, correct? Correct. Well, let me tell our listeners that we appreciate Justin Sabori being on our uh, show today. He is representing the North Coast Medical Pharmacy, which is in Encinitas, California, which is just south of Carlsbad. It's on El Camino Real. It's that red brick building that everyone knows, and it's next to Michael's Craft Shop. So you know where to go in and ask for Justin, and you'll feel like you've got a friend in the neighborhood. And I just want to add, if anybody has any questions or concerns or would like to talk about any of the compounds or possibly bring in a prescription, or we can be reached at 
1-800-227-1191. That's the best form. I have that on speed dial. It's, real true. <laughs> it's easy to remember. Give us that number one more time. 760-943-1191. Well, if you you'd like... Website? We do have a website, but uh, it's non non functional. Okay, we'll leave it. This is the best way to reach me, and I'm always there. I'm always there, so you can get that one on one. You're contact. a fixture. He's doing great today. He talks about a mile a minute, and now he's doing... I, I've I've, t- I've he's slowed, slowed it down, down a little I've slowed bit. it down. <laughs> you read the sign on the wall back here. <laughs> slow down. Slow down. <laughs> Speed bump. Slow down. That's exactly right. Well, we're going to take a short break here, and we want to hear from our friends at the Credit Life Company, and then we'll be back. If you'd like to call Dr. Winkler, it's 866-577-2473. We'll be right back. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. And we're back. Thank you for listening. Pain management, hmm. especially if you are a person like me and you, and I guess Justin, I would assume. Uh, we don't want to be taking things that are toxic all the time. I know if you get hit by a car, you're not going to care if someone gives you a little morphine in the ambulance. But with these migraines that people are, are subject to with hormonal upsets, what, white willow bark, what? I mean, what can you do that's not very toxic to manage pain? Well, I'd like to redirect the question, if I may. Uh, regarding migraine, I don't know anything topically. But let's take a case of um, local pain on the body, inflammation. So one of the positive things are there's a local uh, effect, and you have less systemic absorption, which means you're not taking a pill orally, exposing all your organs to side effects, your liver uh, detoxifying the medication. So we do, for example, a ketoprofen lidocaine mixture which as you can recall, ketoprofen sounds like over-the-counter ibuprofen. They're in the same family. So this, you apply locally, let's say, if you have tendinitis uh, or anything like that. What's it called again? Uh, ketoprofen, very common in our field. And it's mixed with lidocaine. And it's mixed with lidocaine. You're very well-versed. Topical. Right? Correct. And it absorbs really well. So it's just, really well. Yeah, and it's easy to compound. Because most of those are menthol. I mean, you know, Ben Gay and other popular mm-hmm. things like that, that if you get a muscle strain. And personally, I have, I don't think they, for me, they just don't seem to work very well. Yeah, they, they work on a irritant effect, essentially. You irritate the area, making it hot or cold, thus numbing the pain. It, truthfully, it's over-the-counter, uh, very accessible for mild, mild cases. But anything moderate to severe truthfully requires... Dr. Winkler's prescriptions and other doctors' prescriptions of local uh, pain management in in the cream uh, arena. 
such as ketoprofen, lidocaine, that's an anesthetic. So it's a great combination. But the, the Bengays and whatnot, they are less effective. And, and what is your opinion, doctor, about, about this overall subject of pain management? Well, I, I think as, as to Justin's point, I think it's really helpful that it is, it's, it's superficial. It doesn't really get as systemic as, let's say, taking 800 milligrams of Advil or ibuprofen. I mean, there's a lot of stomach-related problems with that. There's kidney effects. Uh, there's, there's, there's side effects. But if I could take a ketoprofen and a little numbing agent and get that rubbed into my shoulder where it hurts, I get, I get a direct effect. And some of the other things I know he can put in there more. Some of the muscle relaxers are in there. If you've got more chronic things or at nighttime, you want to just kind of work on that muscle that's kind of been strained, uh, a little flexoril will go flexoril, in there. Cyclobenzaprine. Uh, cyclobenzaprine. Right. So there's a few other things you can really put into a compound, and we can custom that. He can say, hey, look, 5%, 10% of this. We can, hey, you know, we can add this, this, and this. Hey, you know, she's got a little bit of nerve pain in there as well. Let's add a little gabapentin or neurontin, right? So you have, a, you have a lot more flexibility of customizing the formula for what somebody would want to use and then getting that, you know, applying it, using it and seeing how, how they respond. Well, about a year ago, I had an episode, you know, it was a migraine thing, but then it, 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 um, shifted over a little period of time to a, a neck, what do you call it? Spasm. Mm -hmm. I went to my knees. There was no way I could function. I mean, I was sitting there one minute and the next minute I'm like mm -hmm. this on one knee screaming. And so I went down to the local uh, ER room and they gave me an intravenous thing of, of IV of something. Yeah, Toradol possibly or, or actually or, or Valium just to relax the Well, it yeah. was, they said I could drive after it, so mm -hmm. it wasn't, but it was, I'm sure it was supposed like Toradol, to. Toradol, yeah. What was it? Toradol. Okay. And I've never had, I mean, that was pretty severe pain. There are tears in your eyes, you know, you, you stand up like this. But amazing what a muscle can inflict on a human being. <laughs> I, I, I woke up at two in the morning with a cramp in my leg that would not go away. I know exactly Even though you reversed the flex it and was everything? It right in the inside of my thigh. I, <laughs> my wife's going, what's going on? What's yeah, going what, on? what? What'd you do? popping uh, a lot of potassium magnesium mm. to kind of relax it and just stretch it till I could go back to sleep. Ugh. So yes, those are, they can be really debilitating. Can we and talk about hyd hydrocortisone? Is it overused? I mean, you can get it OTC, correct? We're talking about the cream? Uh-huh. Yes. One percent or one per, two? Correct. So 0.5%, half a percent, or one percent comes over the counter without a prescription, and two and a half percent comes with a prescription. And that is for local itching. And yeah, it's for like a local, con, kind of like a local rash. Correct. But you know, hydrocortisone is kind of nice because your body makes cortisone and it stores right. it as hydrocortisone. So you, we can actually give prescriptions for people that are really, really tired and fatigued. We see a lot of this with chronic fatigue patients is that their cortisol levels are really low, particularly the morning cortisol. They get up and go, just got up and went. They're not getting out of bed real, takes them a long time to get going in the morning. They're waking up at 10, they went to bed at 10 at night. A little bit of hydrocortisone in the morning just boosts that effect. Like a cream? No. Well, you could. Yeah, I guess you could use a. We we could make a cream. Mm -hmm. We typically do a capsule, and one of the differences um, for Dr. Winkler's patients, we can do a sustained release, kind of giving it gently to the body. What that means, you're not giving the whole dose at all at once. Your body just typically uh, releases that throughout a period of time. And again, this is where compounding really comes into play because any pharmacist can fill a hydrocortisone prescription. But when you fill the compound, you can do sustained release, which means it extends the release over a certain period of time. And that's really crucial because the body actually 
is going to be making some of its own cortisone. So you want to maintain the body's making its own, but you also want to boost what it's not, you know, essentially replacing what it's not making. And what, what symptom would you, you said go to bed at 10, but you don't get out of bed till 10. Please. <laughs> Half our listeners would go, yes, yes, Lord. I would love to stay in bed till 10. What, what's chronic in your point of view? What would tip you off that some hydrocortisone may be neat? You know, so I tell people this. I said, look at your tongue. If your tongue is, is large and thickened, and if you actually see little grooves on the side of your tongue, mm-hmm. as your tongue, um, as your adrenal glands weaken, the tongue gets larger, and it actually picks up the markings from the inside of your teeth. Yes, mine does. Yeah, that's adrenal. So, and, and there's other, ah, yeah, there's, just, and there's another little now. trick too. Yeah, right. It's, <laughs> but that's, you know, I take a lot of, uh, people take a lot of adrenal supplements. Um, we have a, a herbal combinations, B5 and other vitamins that are helpful. But And then if they're really, you know, really weak, then we actually give them hydrocortisone. And I like the sustained release idea as well. Just so and you can kind of balance out. Ridges in your fingernails. Is that well, what, what's going on? <laughs> I, yeah, no, I think that's actually a nutritional thing. I might not get out of here. You might not get out of here. We're going to be diagnosed and, and laid up on a gurney in no time. <laughs> that is so funny because my son is a dentist and I was getting, you know, some teeth cleaned and stuff from him. And he said to me, dad, you know, you have these, these really huge ridges on the side of your tongue. I said, so, <laughs> you know, like a father. Yeah. And, and he says, well, you, you really need to ask somebody about that. He said, they don't appear to be inflamed. It doesn't look like any mass. But of course, they match your teeth. They the indents, mm-hmm. you know. So interestingly, I'll be in. <laughs> I know yeah, what's so, going on. I mean, easily measuring salivary cortisol, DHEA, uh, DHEAS is a sulfate form of it, and other things that uh, we know that Justin does through his pharmacy is uh, natural thyroid replacement and using natural uh, thyroid hormone, which is really a better balance, correct? Correct. And and like Dr. Winkler mentioned, this DHEA cream. It's so amazing. It'll take 10 years off your face. So it is It is a great, I call it a youth hormone, keep you young. Like uh, Rick said in the beginning, I want to look like um, a 30-year-old at 60, not a 90-year-old at 60. So when you're picking up your prescription there, Rick. Yeah, I'm on my way, Justin. I'm yeah, way let's home. do it. <laughs> Correct. Well, we want to thank our guest, Justin Sabori, today for doing a fantastic job, giving a lot of good information. If you want a pharmacist who's a friend and you've actually heard him on the radio, go to North Coast Medical Pharmacy in Encinitas, California. That's just south of Carlsbad. It's on El Camino Real. It's that big red brick building next to Michael's. And you said, Justin, you're always there. Always there. (laughs) So they can just about any time walk in and and get your good advice. If you want to see the doctor uh, before you go see Justin, which would be his suggestion as well, then you need to see Jurgen Winkler in Carlsbad, California. And uh, you can reach him at this phone number, 760-585-4616, or log on to qfmed.com. By the way, save the date. We're meeting in El Cajon, California at uh, November 12th. So go to Meetup California and type in El Cajon Cancer Survivors Meetup. Gentlemen, thank you for a great show. We'll see you next week. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it.
for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to one for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 AM KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum. Thank you.